If I didn't care More than words can say If I didn't care Would I feel this way? Hello, Internet. Welcome, welcome back to Section 20 of Fallout. <laughs> when last we left off... Um, the Protectorate of Kismet Park had decided to, upon hearing that communications had gone dead from both the Brotherhood and the Cuban Free Army, decided to run down to Miami and circle around to Cape Canaveral to pick up the pieces. Yep, it's 20. Uh, Congratulations, it's session 20, everybody! (laughs) But yeah, the, uh... Well, also, and all that was after we got... Uh, snuck back into the park because the the panhandlers the, uh, were there and they the were demanding restitution and, ang- and they were yeah they had they had been attacked and they were like we know it was a vertebrate and you're housing the only guys we know with the vertebrates so and so we got back into the park and did some talking and they were like no they're just on a scouting mission they they wouldn't be a, like picking fights with people. And then we're about to go search, go start searching for the vertebrate, and then another attacked us with a Gatling laser. And we and we and we were like, did, you, did your guys' vertebrate have a Gatling laser? And they were like, no, no, it did not. If we had a Gatling laser, you think we'd move in with you guys? Right, pretty much. <laughs> we'd be like, that's a nice they, town over there. Let's take that one for America. All right. But yeah. yes. And then the, the and they shot a the mini at our yeah. Point. Then the horror, the all of the super, you know, yeah, the black armored dudes, and then we yeah, and then we oh yeah, and also session. that was a busy session. It yeah, was it was incredibly busy. I think um also I think that my my best choice was uh, inviting Sting to the uh, inviting Sting to the war room because then we found out that they were all that they also had that. Uh, they had also sent, or they were probably responsible for the iBots. Oh, right, because he actually brought that up. He was like, the, oh, I, yeah. I swatted down the bad bees. <laughs> well, that's how we figured out that they, that's how we more or less concluded they were Enclave was, oh, oh, the iBots have been around a lot, too. Yeah. At least we're assuming they're Enclave and not some other force that has iBots, because they have heavily modified iBots. Yeah, and easily be someone that 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 has uh, taken old enclave tech. They could be too. And spray painted it black. All possibilities, and there is somewhere in the Florida waste a super mutant behemoth running scared. Yeah, cut filled with holes. He'll be okay. Oh yeah, that's right. We because yeah, he got shot up by the. uh... He was the first target of the Gatling laser. (laughs) Understandably, perhaps. Yes. Yeah, it's considering he had the potential to hit it out of the sky with a melee weapon. <laughs> Real low flight ceiling, those vertebrates. <laughs> Real high jump ceiling, those behemoths. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you have you have the allegiance of the horsemen. You have your APC. You have your frogmen, and you have yourself. 
there is one army that still needs to be decided what to do with it. Um, which one? You have a group of panhandlers sitting in your uh, base. Oh, I thought we were gonna send. I thought we were gonna take them with us to to the uh, to the Cuban Free Army. Perhaps, but you might want to ask them. Sure. Yeah, we'll ask them if they want to <laughs> get if they want to uh, shoot back at those fuckers that just shot them. All right. When you get down to the bottom of the park, largely a bunch of them are just collecting up the black canisters that were thrown over the wall by the panhandlers on the outside. Mm-hmm. And they're moving them back towards the big pile of weapons by the side of the south gate. Who would you like to go find? Um, I guess who's who's with them? Like we don't like because uh um Quentin left with the main group, right? Right, Quentin left. There was a there was a somewhat second in command that asked for permission to enter the park. So basically, the two people you know for sure are that guy and Quentin who you can probably reach on comm somehow. Yeah, I'll ask um, I'll ask Alex to get see if we can get Quentin on the radio. Um, and I'll go find the other guy that we let in. I don't right. think we ever got his name. There was a lot of shit going on. Yeah, not not especially. It was it was not the time for introductions. Or I'll get a or and I'll have um Bancroft come with me and I'm trying to remember the name of the other scientist. Um, uh, Jacobson. Jacobson, yeah. Jacobson, go with Alex so that we have, so that both of us have ghoul intermediaries. <laughs> I have brought one of your kind. Am I cool? Uh... No, it's fine. It's, it's cool. I don't, I don't hate ghouls. See, one of my best friends is a ghoul. It's not racism if it isn't a race. You guys are awful. <laughs> also, Alex has been exposed to less radiation over the course of her lifetime, so she's she's got a better chance of surviving being around Jacobson for five minutes. Fair enough. <laughs> I just handed this, like, plate of lead. Didn't you put Jacobson what? into the, a, a contained radioactive suit? Um, oh yeah, maybe. I don't. I never described. I never described what it was, but sure. I just figured it was like a big backpack that held the that had the moss. But yeah, we probably gave him a hazmat suit that he wears. I like. It seems reasonable that to give a maximum radiation value, you wouldn't let it out. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> so he's got. Yeah, he's got his weird like. He's got his weird aluminum encrusted backpack, and then also the hazmat suit. It has mats. Yes. If by mats you mean radioactive thorny moss. Sure, we can call it that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So who do you go want first? I will, uh, I'll go first. Sure. Uh, you meet with the um, rather scrawny looking fellow that asks your permission to come in. He introduces himself as Lieutenant Carvalho. Chris Yao, followers of the apocalypse. A pleasure, I'm sure. Yeah, I uh, wish we had met under better terms and uh, under better circumstances. Uh, but alas. Um, so uh, I'm coming to you because, well, we brought you we brought you into the park, and uh, just to make a long story short, uh, we're gonna go make a we're gonna go make a counter strike on those uh, on those black motherfuckers that uh, decided decided to attack our park and attack your guys. And I wanted to know if you wanted uh, you know, if you wanted to help in shooting them and making them dead. 
See, largely, I would understand the need for revenge on them, but what are we equipped to do against them? Uh, we're we, have sm- some... we have small arms and open bodies. Um, tell me, what's your experience? Uh, you have the name, you have the rank lieutenant. Um, do you actually have any combat experience? Here and there. I mean, I was never a soldier or anything, but I've been fighting with Quentin long enough. I'm his lieutenant. Ah, okay. Um, I'm going to be calling in some of, I'm going to be calling in some of my comrades. Um, uh, how many people in your group are particularly handy? A fair number. All right. We have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of scrap metal and pipes, um, which given, uh, given that all, we also only mostly have small arms. Uh, I'm going to see if, I'm going to see if we can construct some, uh, I'm going to see if we can construct some basic howitzers. Uh, to strike back at them, and if you guys can at least help in, if you guys can at least help in uh, helping us build uh, weapons, uh, modified weapons of war, and if you want to join in in uh, commanding and commanding troops to use them, mm-hmm. we're gonna have our front, our front lines are our front lines are going to be mostly filled with uh, with members from with uh, members from another uh, settlement, uh, the horsemen. And uh, uh, we have a we have a number of combat robots that will be leading up the front. Well, until our rendezvous with Quentin, I suppose we'd be happy to at least oversee the place a little. But if, for what it's worth, I prefer you not put us you not leave us here with the Minutemen for any long period of time. Uh, we're sending the Minutemen out. Uh, we we lost contact with the Cuban Free Army and the Brotherhood of Steel. We're gonna send the Minutemen out to go and take uh, to go and. Uh, we're guessing that they're probably being jammed the same way that the those guys in the black armor were jamming us. And uh, while I suspect the Brotherhood is fairly well equipped, if these guys know what they're doing, they're probably coming. They're probably coming in mass, and they probably are prepared to deal with the Brotherhood. So we're hoping to send the Minutemen out as sort of a frustration tactic, a diversionary force to uh, uh, help the Brotherhood repel attackers. Mm, I see. Also, if you cross the river without the wolf, it'll eat our sheep. Yes, um, that's why I that's why I always keep the cabbage with me. Very wise, sir. I really hope there's no one out there who just goes like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" I never really understood that problem. Why do I have a wolf? <laughs> why don't I just have the sheep and the cabbage? Look. Pretend is an unscrupulous man who wants to steal your sheep. <laughs> that's why I have. That's why I got my knife. <laughs> All right, you're overthinking the problem. I think. <laughs> or my gun, or my knife gun. It's a gun that yeah, shoots knives. I think, I think you're underthinking it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but knife gun. All I know is you're not thinking the exact right amount. <laughs> right. So the panlers stay. Panlers? The panhandlers stay back. Uh, are they at least going to help us in building in uh, building artillery pieces? Perhaps not especially compared to the fact that you have a small fleet of mechanics here now. Plus Alex. Were you not going with? Alex has... Oh no, she is, but... McAlex has the mechanics of ten mechanics. I really don't know what, in practical terms, one more point of craft means. But I'll, I'll roll with it. She's also got all those perks that help her out. Yeah, that probably affects the 
the the numbers probably. Mostly, it's she just take is gonna take way less penalties when dealing with anything crafts than anybody. But right. Um. And did we ever right. tell? Did we ever tell Bancroft what he is? Um. You told. Let's see. You told him he was eating people. You, yeah. Yeah. Of course. He knows what a ghoul is. He's been talking to. Uh, no, I mean that he's a that he's a Manchurian candidate. I thought we did. I thought we. I thought we talked to him about it after he killed somebody in our base. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't. I, you, I, I wasn't sure if we had talked to him or if we, we took like, him uh, or if we took him down to the dungeon with the intention of talking to him and then shenanigans happened. I don't recall exactly. Well, can we just? We'll just possible. say. We'll just say that we told him off camera because I have. Yeah. Sure. I have a plan for him, and it probably will work better if he knows he's a Manchurian candidate. Sure. Um. Namely that I have this namely I have this I have this cassette player and then I have this cassette that plays the sound of a siren. <laughs> right? Are, or, are you gonna make sure he's okay with this plan? Yes. I'm gonna tell him about the plan because he's a because he's a he's a fighter that takes that is able to take down things that shouldn't be taken down. Well, I'd rather not kill someone given the option. Um well here's the alternative. We kill them, or they kill all of us. You make a distressing point. I normally wouldn't ask this of you, as you're a research scientist, highly valued among the community, and you have and you have quite a vocal opinion against violence. Right, right. But I suppose it won't be the first time I've killed. Hopefully it'll be the last, eh? If there's a hell, I'm already going there. Some would say we were already there. He nods and shuffles off. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Alright. How are you getting there? To where? Wait, I thought Alex was gonna call up Quentin. Oh right. And also, I was gonna call yes. up. And also, I was gonna call up the followers and see if we could get some generals and field medics. Yeah, sure. First, Quentin. Yeah. The uh, the radio crackles to life in the radio room hall compartment. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Radio City <laughs> Music Hall. Yes. Um. Oh, good. We got through. I get. Uh, hello. I thought you should. Hmm. I forget, was he there long enough to know that his people were okay, or did they pretty much take off when all the fighting started? They took off to the north. Okay. Hi. Um, we were hoping to talk to you. There's a few things you should know. Um, you're th Those people by the other gate, they're safe. We, we let them in. They're, uh, I, I think most of them are, are all right. The black armor guys were uh, didn't get through, so mm. good. Uh, um, hmm. would you would you uh, well do do you want to fight them? Because apparently they're attacking other places, and uh, we we were sort of gonna go try and kick their butts so that they stop that. Because otherwise they're probably coming back with more people. No, that's all right. If you want to chase after them, go ahead. We'll be coming back down to retrieve our men. Uh, okay. Huh. I 
I uh, c- can I ask why? Just that from um, you seem to be you seem to be kind of uh, what was the phrase uh, a, a censor for a censor kind of person. What do you mean? Oh, like I don't know. I don't think I'm getting it right. I don't know. Just a lot of times when I run into people, they kind of tend to want to hurt the people that hurt them. Ah. Uh. We have no qualms with you at the moment. Mm. However, it would be unwise of us to follow you into this fight. Uh, wh- why is that? Whatever it is you're fighting, they don't like ghouls. Oh, what it is we're fighting, I don't think they like uh, most things, it seems. They're, from what we can tell, they're basically attacking everyone in the area. Either way, we're skirmishers, not warriors. Oh. That could still help, though. I mean, we're not asking you to, like, stay on the... I'd honestly uh, stay on, like, the battlefields and stand still and get shot, but... The thing is, we can kind of only be in one place, and there's two places. If they come to find us, we will fight. If they are there, when we get go to retrieve our men, we will fight. We will not go looking for them. All right. Hmm... She's she's thinking. Uh, question. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, you know the the the, the Minutemen base where we where they had the where the you know we infiltrated and took the reactor from and all that. Right. Would since. I don't know exactly what the reactor infrastructure would require, but would it be such that it would be leaking radiation? Or is there just nothing left? What, the reactor you took? You probably have to jam no, the, your face up against it. No, the, the where the reactor was. like. Oh, the former Minutemen base? Right. Yeah. There probably wouldn't be too much left. Okay. I'd say if it was like a thing where like there was going to be radiation in that, she, could, she was willing to suggest that they have it. Because the thing is, hmm, I was kind of hoping to make a suggestion, but there's no real guarantee of it. Which is basically that... Which was ba- which is basically that the... If these dudes have a base, they probably have about a bunch of energy stuff at that base. And if it's nearby, we're probably going to have to attack it, since these guys don't seem like the kind of guys who are very diplomatic. And they're the panhandlers looking for a place to stay. But that's a lot of conjecture. Uh, hmm, I'm trying to look at my... I'll have to look at, let me look at my notes and see what I know if there's anything that... I don't think there really is, though. Let's see. I don't know. Yeah, I guess there's not a lot she can do to convince this guy. He seems pretty dead set on not helping. She doesn't really know enough about him. Actually, oh, here's what I was going to think. Could, is it within Alex's capability to rig up something that she has, she doesn't even have empathy? I could try, <laughs> but she's not. The whole idea behind sending Alex to negotiate was that he would be friendlier to a person who hasn't specifically pissed him off. <laughs> and a kid. Uh, let's see. 
She'll say she'll go. Um, oh, I was going to ask if, it's, if it's within Alex's capabilities of creating something that makes radiation but isn't going to like, like totally kill everything. Like a more controlled thing of what the Gek was doing. I mean, if you if you manage to cobble together a bunch of uh, old radioactive things, you can make something that emits radio radiation. Right, but something that isn't going to have the severe effect that, like, the irradiated Gek was going to have. I mean, the thing is that the thing is that long-term exposure to radiation is long-term exposure to radiation. I suppose. Like, uh, we could just, like, you could just say, like, hey, we know about this base. You could probably carpet it and all that creepy radioactive mold. So it's the... And then it's not only impregnable, but it also keeps you guys strong. And it's only slightly filled with regular mold. No, I, I, I think I know what she's going to say. Because uh, the, the people, one of the people being attacked is the Cuban, Cuban Free Army, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and they're currently at war with the Panhandlers. Right. Um, you... You might have a chance to um, uh, make peace... We had peace. They broke it. Who? You mean the... You mean the helicopter guys? Yes. Mm. Um, no, I was thinking... Do you, the... Yeah, they're they're kind of bad. We're sort of... Ho- yeah, we're hoping to solve that. Um, were, were you still fighting with those other guys? The... The free army something... Yes, we were. Well, could get a chance to be the big damn heroes. You could, uh, we think they're one of the people, we think they're one of the groups under attack. Good. They'd be pretty surprised if you showed up to help. Again, we had peace and they broke it. Hmm. I don't know if you've noticed this, little one, but we aren't exactly well-liked here. Oh, well, it does seem like there's a lot of fighting going on. To be honest, I don't always really understand why. I don't know, it just... We have things. They want them. Sometimes they don't even want them. Sometimes they just don't want us to have them. Right, but I mean, it seems like when people put their things together, they can do a lot more. Greed will always get in the way. Does it have to? Would that it didn't. I guess it's a lot easier to get robots to get along. Yes. Well, if you run into trouble, let us know, okay? We, whatever these black helicopter guys doing, they're not even talking, and everyone else we've met is at least willing to talk a little. 
So, I don't know. I guess I hope that maybe if the black, if we can, if these new guys can be driven off or something, maybe everybody can sit down and work things out. People will always take from others. Remember that. And remember that they will always have their own reasons. After all, bear in mind how you came to run the park. And he hangs up the radio. Yeah, she just kind of sighs. That's it. I got nothing else. It's <laughs> all. All right, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he hung up on her. Not much else I gonna, can do. Gonna, yeah. Gonna see if we can get any followers to help us. They're probably way far out, so... In any case... I'm gonna use this stunt before the campaign ends. I'm gonna use it at least once. Alright. Uh, roll me... Is contacting still a thing? Yes. Roll it. I get that plus two on this nice. roll. It only took 20 sessions for me to use it. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yes, it did. I got a plus five. <laughs> there. Plus five. Yeah, you get on the radio. I send, uh, you, out a, you, I, I send out a followers SOS or whatever. Yeah, you uh, you get on some of the old frequencies, use some of the old uh, communications handshakes, and before long, you're connected through to um, to one of the central comms officers in the southern, the southeastern region. All right. Hello, this is Follower Southeastern Command. How may I help you? Hi, right, it's this follower Chris Yao, Kismet Protectorate. Uh, oh, we've been hearing things about you, Chris. Yes, I've been trying to get in touch with you, but it's been real busy down here. Um, we only just got a radio set up. Ah, I see. Um, but uh, I wish my first communique with you was uh, under better circumstances. But um, unfortunately, uh, just as we kind of started getting things settled in the park, uh, a bunch of... Uh, have you heard about... Uh, have you heard about... There's there's some some kind of army that's in like all black power armor with highly advanced weapons that just that attacked our park for some reason. Hmm. We haven't been hearing things like that, but we didn't have enough information about who they were to be able to form a, an informed defense. Well, we got uh, after they uh, uh, from bad news to worse news after they attacked our park. Um, fortunately, they didn't seem to stay long but they're uh, going after uh they're going after the cuban free army and the brotherhood of steel now mm, i see i'm uncertain on the number of their forces uh or the size of their armaments there were only there were only it was only a small squad uh with a vertebrate and uh, more firepower than i've seen in all the rest of the wasteland so far mm. and if that that's is worrying yeah if that's just the tip of the iceberg i don't want to know what they use when they actually if that's what they used to to attack an amusement park that was turned into a town i don't want to see what happens when they actually try to fight an army i see so what are you requesting we're gonna try and we're uh we're going to try and assist the uh we're gonna try and assist the cuban free army and from there pull all of our forces together to try and assist the brotherhood of steel um i know it's uh i know i can't really call in any soldiers but um our uh, we have a we're, we have soldier we already have enough soldiers that they're ready. What we're looking for is um, uh, skilled mechanics. Uh, anybody with anybody that has any tactical or logistical knowledge, um, or maybe a few combat medics to help out. 
All right. Tell you what, we have a few we have a few survivalists down that way. Part of an alligator, part of a relief effort down in Alligator Alley. We can send them by and see if we can't get a sit rep for you. All right, thanks. Then we'll know. Yeah, we'll know what we can do. Um, and yeah, he'll give them the coordinates for the cube for where we understand the Cuban Free Army, like I don't know, Florida base to be. <laughs> Already and, got it. Just west of Miami and the former USA Southern Command. All right, cool. And the uh, the Brotherhood of Steel is based out of Cape Canaveral. Got it. <laughs> yeah, um, we got uh, we all have portable radios. They should be able to relay through this frequency. All right, thanks. All right. Over and out. Click. Hang up radio. Good <laughs> <laughs> chunk. All right. Uh, time to go die. <laughs> the best time to die. Yeah, so the frogmen organize their own transport. They have some, like, they have a couple of buggies that they, they all pile into. <laughs> and an old and an old airboat. <laughs> yeah, they have a modified airboat. It's on wheels now, but not very good wheels. <laughs> well, the nice thing about an airboat is that it kind of moves across all terrain. It moves across all terrain pretty okay. Anywhere with atmosphere. <laughs> yes. And then also is a good place to mount a minigun. Yeah, hypothetically. Well, uh, not, unless it's not that uh, hypothetical. <laughs> unless it's too big a minigun, because if it's too big a minigun, then it'll push the airboat backwards as it shoots. <laughs> <laughs> we really put it should have put a brake on this thing. <laughs> it's got a bunch of stakes that puts into the ground. <laughs> All right. All right, well, that's all I got, aside from building all the stupid weapons I PM'd you about last week. Right. That went all right, considering the amount of time you had. You got something that sort of lazily fires a stream of honey, but you don't have much time on it. Sure, so we just have to aim our shot well. Right. What about our shitty howitzers that we're loading with grape shot and, like, I don't know, uh, nylon, uh, interlaced nylon cord? (laughs) You figure they have about as much chance of damaging yourself as them, considering the amount of time you had to build them. All right, we'll make long fuses. (laughs) Uh, These are the rational solutions to problems. Look, we're trying to attack a bunch of people that are superior to us in every single way. Like, nothing about this plan is rational. (laughs) Hey, you're superior in certain ways. I... I have an idea out of character, but Alex would never think to suggest it in character. Rather than engaging the armies head on, we find where they're based out of. I have a feeling that's going to be a much harder plan. And also doesn't yeah, solve the, we did. And also doesn't solve the problem of how they're going to kill the Cuban Free Army and take all their guns. Well, yeah, there is that. There is that. Uh... That's the only reason we're rushing to take them head on and not, like, planning anything. Because it's a fucking, like... It's it's going to be a massacre. It's probably still going to be a massacre. I don't know what we bring to the table that an army wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the hand we're dealt, and we're going to fucking play it. Or we're going to fucking bluff that we can play it. Uh, rational plans. I've got like a two and a king. And I'm just going to pretend that any of the other cards on the table work with that. <laughs> and maybe if I wish hard enough, it'll come true. Should not have shown my hand before going all in. 
That's what we in the poker scene call a bad move. <laughs> we call this the old what the fuck are you doing? I don't or at know. least that's what I'm told it's called. Don't know why I decided to commentate on my own poker game <laughs> while I was playing it. Right. So. so you guys hop in. I assume the APC. Yeah, since the we gave... Uh, we let the Minutemen keep all the rest of their firepower, although we probably asked them for any shells they had that fit into the cannon on the APC. Right. Wasn't uh, wasn't Vespa actually working on uh, securing as much ammo as possible? Uh, that was in anticipation. That was at least what I talked to you about was anticipation of you uh, not being there for the session. Okay. Yeah. So you've yeah we've cleaned out the armory. That's all in the APC now and in the hands of everybody that's gonna go with us. <laughs> Man, even the fucking Frog Prince has better weapons than we do. <laughs> hey, he's more established in this area. I don't see what your problem is. Uh, Alright, well, we're gonna do this. Let's go do it. YOLO. Yeah, well, or YOLT. YOLT? Oh, wait, no, that was, our other, that was our other game that ended with the giant army fight. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You um you all pile into the APC and you uh you start heading southeast. And maybe uh and maybe in that time Alex built another fucking leaf spring bow for Gwen and just cut up a bunch of rebar. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any um anything you want to talk about or do on the way there? It's a mostly uneventful journey considering all the dead communications and all. Yeah. Vespa is quiet for the time being. Um, what, what, what would you like me to do? I mean, I have a feeling this is not the time to go up and try punching something. Uh, don't you have the, uh, make sure that your, make sure that your radio, or make sure that your, uh, your comm radio is linked into all the, is linked into all our death Roombas. And a couple and the iBots that we got rigged up. We're gonna need a good. We're gonna need a good survey of the battlefield, and uh, those uh, those vacuum robots should be capable bombs now. Yeah. Plus, uh, if you're able to, if if, if we're able to get you into to uh, the Cuban Free Army's communication hubs, right? I can and fixing all that up. Uh, I can get pet through the jammer yeah. if they have enough power. Yeah. Right. If not, I can probably figure something else out. Or alternately, you could try and identify the source of the jammer and blow it up. I that works too. All right. If those things worked out, it's not too long. Well, it's a while. Let's be honest. Going from yeah. Orlando to Miami in these conditions. I mean, Chris is probably checking all of. Chris is probably double checking all of his like fucking IEDs and uh, checking all the checking all the guns to make sure that they'll. Uh, Make sure that they're relatively jam-free. <laughs> Making sure that all the magazines are prepped and everything else, and uh, that the that the howitzers are less capable of exploding. Right. Or less likely to explode. <laughs> okay. So remind me again how the howitzers are going to be implemented. Um. So let's see. I'm. Tr- I think I had them. I had them set up because their main purpose is to shoot at the vertebrates when they come close. So they're basically on a they're basically on like a hinge stand that will kind of hold them in place. Like think about like a really really shitty mortar. 
And so okay. we're just going to kind of so, angle them in place, and then we'll have a, then we have a. Um, if I had more time, it would have a remote detonator that we'd use so that we could fire when a vertebra is in position. But as it stands, we're just going to have a bunch of them kind of lined up and light a bunch of fuses, and then hope that hope that a bunch of hope that they get hit by some of the things that we shoot at them. <laughs> All right. So they're essentially man portable uh, mortar blunderbusses. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I have a couple of different charges. If they survive the if they survive the first like volley of shooting, and uh, and we think that and we think that we can be accurate enough to hit one of the guys. I've also got some I don't know some heavy things that it can propel at a high rate of speed. <laughs> okay, but mostly they're just like mostly they're just really shitty flat guns. <laughs> I had like an hour to prepare for a war with a technologically superior opponent. Well, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah, so around two in the afternoon, you guys make it down to the area northwest of Miami. Just south of you is what is formerly the U.S. Southcom, which, uh, if you're interested, is the, um, the, the United States... Central Command in matters dealing with South America. Oh, okay. I did not. It's what handled the Cuban Missile Crisis, I believe. Cool. You are you are met at bivouac in the open field by a small group of people that you recognize in to be wearing follower garb. They flag you. They flag your APC down before you reach eye shot of the base. Yeah, Chris will pile out. Stepping over Best the borders again. Steps out as well. Hey, guys. So, several of them nod to you. One of them looks oddly familiar. Oh. He's the survivalist. Or one of them. <laughs> right. Oh, man. They said they had a bunch of survivalists down there. I didn't realize they literally meant that. Wow. He raises an eyebrow. Uh, we met. How you doing? Yeah. So, do you want to know the situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do. Lay it on us. All right. How bad is it? Essentially, bad. Not as bad as you might expect, but bad. All right. You see, the way it's organized, there's a large field of crops. That is where most of the fighting is taking place. To the northwest of this field is the armory. To the northeast is a library. And to the southeast is a seed vault. To the southeast of the entire the entire zone I just mentioned, there is the primary Cuban fort. That is not where the fight is taking place. As near as we can tell, a great number of civilians were working in the field, and whoever it is in the black armor came around and surrounded them, forcing the militia to file out of the fort to aid them. Alright, uh, what are the forces looking like? From what we could tell, something on the order of 200 for the Cubans... And 20 and a vertebrate for the knights. 
I call them knights only for shorthand, of course. They remind me of the Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah. I don't know anyone else that wears shit like that. I was very confused by the chat for a moment there, sorry. Yeah, no, I just edited that game. <laughs> now, now, unfortunately, you know how it works with us, Chris. We can't really intervene directly in an act of war like this. However, we're happy to set up a field hospital to bring people out to should they need it. Sure. I'm guessing there's going to be a lot of wounded after this. I hope not, but probably. Do you see any? Uh, do you see any air support on the uh, on the Black Knight side? As I said, one vertebird. All right. And uh, what's the number of ground forces? Twenty. All right. You probably said that too. It's just a lot of shit to keep track of. No, I understand. Has there? Uh, what's the? Has the armory been secured? Uh, what's the state of the seed vault? Everything is at the moment secure. However, it appears that the Troops in black are forcing them to make decisions between their civilians and their facilities. And they don't have them. They're running out of the manpower required to hold both at once. All right. Well, let's go uh, give them some hell, eh? All right. Best of luck to you, Chris. Thanks. Same to you. Um, and he kind of like almost says something and then just uh, he doesn't seem to know about the thing that he's in. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> as he looks confused when somebody said like oh yeah we met the other you also yeah Lanzo can totally be there <laughs> one of the survivalists is here yeah yeah, yeah. he's one of yeah. the sir he's one of the he's one of the other survivalists <laughs> well i mean at least they're all they're all pretty good in a fight right yeah well he's not gonna join us he's just they're gonna be battlefield uh, hospital they're not gonna they have a strict non-violence thing Unlike Chris, who's only slightly non-violent. He's mostly pro-violence. Oh, the survivalist is his part of the followers? Yes. Yep. I guess that's one way to try and stay out of combat. Yeah. Alright, so here's where I'm going to ask you to ask you to commit your forces. Because you will not have time to commit them once you make eye shot of the uh, camp. You have your horsemen... Mm-hmm. Who are, um, you can tell by radio, coming down nearby in just a couple of minutes. You have the frogmen who are raring to go. You have you, and you have the APC. Right. Well, aren't we driving the APC? There's a mechanic inside that's... Okay. There's a mechanic inside that's willing, but a bit hesitant to drive it alone. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's why I, I mean, we're, we're going to ride in the you... APC. Oh, okay. As you can see, I mean, Alex could be in the APC because it's not like she's going to get out and real, really fight. She's mostly going to, like, unless you need her to sneak what's, in somewhere. Well, what's the skill that would be used for the main gun? Uh, big guns. Okay. Is that a skill? I believe it is. None of you took I thought it. we had, I thought there was only gun, I thought there was only shoot guns and shoot energy weapons. I have shoot arrows. It's true, he does. He does have that. He does. Hmm. Really, the shells that would fire out of that gun are probably closer in size to arrows than most other ammunition. 
It's fine. Our main purpose for them is just to try and shoot down that fucking vertebrae. Well, it's not. <laughs> um. So what's I our? I say if it, it's a shame it doesn't use explosives. Yeah. Um. Although then we'd run risk of you know killing of, of killing all the civilians if they're not already dead. Well, I suppose I meant more for shooting light vertebrae and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I built all my shitty howitzers <laughs> and my honey gun. Right. Um, right. So, so in particular, the honey gun is not even comparable to firing a normal weapon. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I had an hour to repair with to prepare for war with a technologically <laughs> superior opponent. I had a fire. You got some a... sort of specialty in being a fireman. I have a specialty in MacGyvering. <laughs> yes, you do. I remember. Look, look. If it can be, if it can be fired using crafts, leave that to Alex. It probably can be. <laughs> It'll only fire for a short burst, so we're gonna have to. to make, we'd have to aggro that. It's closer to, it to making a machine work. Yeah, if it's closer to making a machine work than it is firing a weapon, then. Oh yeah, no. It's just it's a, it's a giant. It's a giant diesel-powered like pump. With a hose on the end that has like that has like a sight on it that you turn with a crank, and it shoots a stream of fucking honey. And if my plan works like I wanted it to, the honey's also on fire. <laughs> right. So. Um. So okay. So we have. So we. So we have a bunch of places. Uh. I think we definitely need some someone to secure the armory and then take it over and turn that on the turn that on the knights. Um, I don't know what the current firepower situation of the of the horsemen is. Um, do we still have the big guy? Like, how many how many of the how many of the frog guys are armor or are armed? Um, a good number of them, and some of them are just freakishly strong looking. They've given their weapons to the smaller ones. Right. Well, because so basically the uh, the way the way I'm figuring we have two objectives to protect, which is the civilians and the. Uh, infrastructure yeah mm-hmm. which the infrastructure is five different objectives <laughs> although there's th- there's two major ones which is the armory and the seed vault uh the fort i'm guessing is a lot harder to destroy as it's a fort right the fort itself doesn't actually have any um, enemies going for it on the outside yeah so we want to secure we want to secure the armory and i don't know make it so that it's more make it so that it's more it's more interesting to shoot at us than to shoot at any of their other stuff. Right. Right. So it is uh, worth mentioning, obviously, that you will not be able to go into these buildings without uh, <laughs> while you're in the APC. Right. Yeah. Right. We have the pilot. Uh, if you want, Alice could try and sneak into the armory. Um. I can take the armory. All right. Uh, we're gonna split up then. Mm. All right. Uh, the APC. I'll prioritize, I'll, I'll, I'll prioritize the armory. Make sure that they still got the guns to use. Ain't gonna much, much as I hate to say it, ain't gonna be uh, too good in the long run if well, these guys acquire what they what, what we're trying to stop them from. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I'll set up a. I'll set. Uh, I'll take the. I'll go with the APC since it's got all of our. It's got all of our uh, artillery pieces in it. Um, I'll take a couple guys with me in that and. Uh, We'll drop off. We'll drop off uh, at the proper range outside the battlefield and set those up to try and I don't know 
hit the try and hit near the try and hit near the knights or hit the vertebrate if it's around at the right time. Um, I'm thinking. I think uh, Vespa. Do you want the uh, Vespa? Do you, uh, actually we could probably if the the horsemen are the horsemen are mobile. They're the most mobile force out of us. They could probably do some hit and run tactics on the. They could do some hit and run tactics on the knights and keep them distracted while we set up and. Uh, that'll give the Cubans some time to. That'll give the Cubans some time to get some more firepower. Really, at this That's point, a good idea. really at this point, we probably we want to be we want to be uh, hitting. We want to be kind of uh, hitting them just enough to annoy them and make them want to shoot at us. All right. So horsemen assigned where? Um, I think we're gonna set the we're gonna set the horsemen on the knights in the field. All right, just send them into the center. Yeah, and they're probably going to. Because they're the most mobile forces, I'm guessing they're good at using guns while riding their motorcycles, and they can probably weave their way around and be be difficult, tar be annoying targets to hit, while also maybe doing some damage. That's my hope. Um, or at least, you know, we'll stay in radio, we'll stay in radio range, and they'll frustrate them enough until I can, until either the civilians get out, or we can set up all of our like, we can set up all of our bombs to go after the to go after the knights. Ideally, both. Okay. Frogmen go where? Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, uh, well, you you should probably not send any of the large for if you want Alex to send in the bombed Roombas, you should probably not send them anywhere where there's any other large force going. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, but it's got to be a two-part plan, and right now they only have two forces. That's all the ones that are surrounding the civilians and the ones in the sky. So the horsemen will probably right, stay. Okay. The horsemen will be going around, staying on the outside. Let them know which angle you're coming in from, so that they don't run over any errant bombs. <laughs> um, and then the uh, probably the frogmen can help secure the armory. They got a bunch of big guys who are probably who can probably honestly like carry a tank gun. All right, frogmen on armory. And they don't have horsemen in the field. Yeah, and they don't have as many. They don't have as many. Uh, things to stay mobile um and i think the rest of us are probably gonna uh and chris is gonna set up chris is gonna set up uh just on the outside of the battlefield um hopefully hoping that hoping that our artillery can actually shoot and not just explode um and hoping to hoping to provide some uh hoping to provide some area denial stuff on the uh on their air force okay so i'm so covering chris the sky <laughs> Uh, Vespa's moving towards the armory, and I think Alex is helping in the field. Also, probably Lanso and Gwen. Um, I don't know. I'll leave Lanso and Gwen to their to to their own devices. But I'm guessing that both of them can, uh, both of them, if we can get if we can get the forces distracted enough, can do some damage to the uh, can do some damage to the knights, provided they're not fighting you know 20 of them at once. Where would you like to go, Lanso? Which could be best described as the thick of it? Um, well, the center is largely civilians and militia fighting outward, so you could join with them. But the but from what but there's going to be a lot of fighting going on in the armory once they send in basically everyone. Now that I look at the diagram, uh, is there a diagram that I can look at? Unfortunately, no. It's on paper. Ah, okay. Then... Are, you guys, are you guys sending anybody to the library, seed vault, or fort? Does, does the fort have any supplies or anything in it? 
that would make it worth going to? Hard to say. It's a from what you know, a fork's probably got some weapons. But... Like I'm just trying to figure out where Alex would be best used. Because she's best used somewhere she can mess with tech to the advantage of the party. We should probably protect the seatbelt. Probably. Although, I mean, the fields will have things that seed in it, supposedly. But if it's like one of those seed vaults, it'll have a bunch more stuff that's super useful. Unless it's just like grain and stuff, which is still pretty useful. So where are you going? Okay. Um, Basically, it... you got you got five places: fort, seed vault, library, armory, field. How about it would be a good plan, Matt? Uh, who's doing? Anyone at the library? Nope. No. Not yet. I'll protect the library. I am a champion of knowledge. All right. By myself. <laughs> are you going to let Guinevere go with you? Oh, yeah. Actually, never mind. Then we are now a two-person army. Also, I think we managed to build a leaf spring bow for Gwen. All right. And Alex, did you change your mind to go into the seed vault? Uh, it's not really her specialty, but somebody should probably go there and check out what's going on there, huh? Yeah, yeah that's probably a good idea. She'll go to the seed vault and see what's up. Okay. And is anyone going to the fort? But then again, you said basically none of the en all the enemies are just ignoring the fort anyway, right? The right. Fort, there the are no ground yeah. troops or air troops attacking the outside of the fort. The fort is intentionally a very hard target to destroy, and right now it's of no strategic value to do so, as all of the forces are presently outside. Right. Ideally, we can. Ideally, we can get the civilians in the fort. You know, help them retreat or something. Yeah, we're we're doing a lot of things. We have a lot of plates spinning, and all of the plates are actually razor blades. And remind me what you're doing with the Roombas, and how heavy the explosives are on them. I don't know. I don't know how much explosive we had, but Alex is an explosive engineer, and so am I. <laughs> um, the idea with the Roombas is you can... I, I don't... Did we actually have time to do that? Because the original idea with the Roombas was that Alex would rig them, be able to rig them with some explosives to basically just drive in and blow up. Yeah, well, then... It's basically... And, it's pretty rudimentary to do that with either a timer or a proximity fuse. Yeah, and also, like... And also, we could probably have set them up to set them up to be mobile landmines, if needs be. Probably, for now, we should hold the Roombas back, because basically, all the fighting is currently going near something we want to protect. <laughs> so sending in the explosive bots is probably, I'm guessing, not the greatest strategy <laughs> right now. Should yeah. maybe save those. Well, yeah, we'll hold off until we... can we use them to guard the field hospital. <laughs> We'll, we'll use the we'll, we'll we'll throw them in as the killing blow once uh once we have a couple of assets secure. <laughs> is that is that confidence I hear? Look, I am I I am going big or I am going home in a pine box. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no point assuming I'm gonna die here. <laughs> I'm changing my high concept from Doctor of the Waste to unerring fatalist. I am predestined <laughs> to die, and today is the day I'm going to do it. <laughs> all right. So it sounds like you guys have a plan, and I believe all of the forces you brought with you are accounted for in it. 
So where were the frog guys? They're going, going to. They're uh, going with. They're going with uh, Vespa to secure the armory. Okay. Because all the guys that that makes sense. They're. That's also a good idea because they're probably they're close quarters fighters. So they're close quarters fighters, and also all their close quarters fighters can probably carry all the big guns that we need. That is very true. All right. Cool. All right, it's time to put your plan into action and see if it survives contact with the enemy. I hear that happens sometimes, plans surviving contact with the enemy. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's how that saying goes, right? Yeah. Some plans survive I, uh... contact with the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had w- there's been one game in one campaign that I managed to have a plan go off brilliantly. And we've had how many games now? <laughs> never happen again. Okay, two, two. Actually, I take that back, two. We had that one I game forgot. where a stupid plan was executed to perfection multiple times. Which one was that? Or did you just mean the fiasco Fake game? mustache. Yes. <laughs> okay, I guess I've had a few, but still, not that many. Three, or, three right. or four times. Chris, you're rolling up in the APC for Sky Support? Yep. Okay. I believe it's all accounted for. So let's do this. Leroy! The horsemen, the horsemen uh, come alongside you. You hear some shouting from the buggies of the frogmen as they have endured the like several-hour trip to do to for this bit of excitement. The frog prince leads from a from a charioted buggy in the back. <laughs> Does it actually have like the spikes on the wheels? Oh yeah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, you head up in your APC. The uh, the horsemen, they're their bikes are deafening, considering how much horsepower they need to move all of the uh, move all of the people riding them, the guns they're carrying. In one case, a robot. Wait. Oh, okay. Like, yeah. Robot. Well, he's got his own motorcycle that probably also looks like a horse. Right. He's he has a somewhat sleeker version than Lancer's steed. How high are the handlebars, though? Um, up above his head. Of course. No, that's all I needed to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and you crest the hill just to the northwest of the um, of the southern command zone. From what you can tell, just by dead reckoning, there appears to be twice as many forces at the armory that there are at either of the other places. Looks like ten, five, and five. And the vertebrate is sitting on top of the armory, uh, swiveling its guns around to support from the roof. All right, a stationary target, perfect for our shitty howitzers. <laughs> <laughs> the horsemen in a in their uh, battle furor, f u r o r. Okay, I was worried for a second. <laughs> <laughs> their battle fury. They uh, speed past you on their motorbikes, and they plow into the middle of the field, uh, breaking through a breaking through a opening in the circle the black armored men have formed and they start circling around firing back with small arms fire um, circling the militia the militia are surprised to say the least and upon seeing a mobile enemy the vertebrate starts spinning up its rotors Alex how are you getting to the seed vault it's on the opposite side of the battlefield from you uh, scooter time. 
battle Vespa. <laughs> we welded I mean, some... the child on the scooter is probably not a high-priority target, so... We also welded some plates to the sides of it to cover your legs. All right. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, like, this... yes, let's protect the sides of the scooter. That's... We made it into a big, we made well. it into a big steel box with wheels. It's now a car. <laughs> the gas mileage is shit. <laughs> you've you've made no. one of those tuk tuks from Southeast Asia. She's she's <laughs> she's much she's much better off being small and mobile sure. than. All right, so I take it you're taking the wide way around. Uh, y- yeah, she's not gonna she's not gonna drive through the thick of fighting. Basically, ideally, she's looking to see if she can sneak in. It, or if it must, you know, there's allied troops there, in which case she doesn't need to sneak in. But all right, Vespa, will you be leaving the APC to join this combat? Yes, she'll she will leave the APC to uh, join to uh, to join the horsemen on their attempt to secure the armory. Oh, the horsemen okay. are actually protecting the civilians. Uh, the frogmen are. Oh right, no, okay, sorry. Frogmen. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. She was the frogmen are going to the armory. That's what she was going to be hitting up. All right, the APC rolls into place, and the buggies shoot past you towards the armory. You notice they don't. Most of them don't have guns, except for the big man who's mounted the mini gun on the front of his. I remember that guy. He's a tough bastard. Didn't yeah. we kill him? I thought we did. He like actually like, kill him? We shot him. We and shot he- him up pretty good, and then he fell into toxic water. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's just a badass. Oh, okay, we just made the mistake of assuming he was that killer. <laughs> yeah, he's just a badass. <laughs> now he's the Joker. He didn't. He did like, not. He's probably he... got hep. He's probably got hepatitis now. But <laughs> no, he no, he's such a badass. <laughs> Bad he killed. Place. He killed Hep C with his fists. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. That's not what ki- what's killing him at this rate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Just as a preliminary, as the. Um... As the men in black turn to fire at you, everyone who is in not in an APC, uh, roll me roll me either a dodge check or a pilot check of some sort. Dodge is athletics. This is gonna suck. All uh, right, let's do this. Oh, sneaky, not an option here. Um, since you're going the long way around, it'll basically guarantee that you get to your objective last. But I sure, should... you can roll sneak as your defense. Uh... All right, nah. If it's gonna slow her down that much, yeah. Oh. If you if you don't take the very long way around, then you'll be up alongside uh, Lanzo as he drives around. Oh, oh, you know. Okay, well that's okay because the the dice the dice liked me for once. Maybe. Hopefully it'll be enough. Oh shit! I, I realized Vespa still has broken ribs. Oh dear! This is gonna suck. (laughs) Right, those take a lot. Those take a while to heal, don't they? Yeah, they do. That was a severe consequence. Well, didn't we end the arc? Or was oh no? I didn't. I didn't get Uh, a chance. I didn't heal that one because it was too bad. I only rolled a plus five on my doctor. Yeah, and either way, um, ending the arc there would makes it harder to um, trigger with fate with my fate points or you know free advantages, but. You know, it's still occupying the spot. Right. All right. And how do you do, Matt? Uh, oh, right. Um, do, 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 do. What is my athletics? It's plus two. Uh, I got a plus four. Plus four. All right. Everyone take 
four minus your result in uh, damage. And I'm I'm assuming minimum that zero. <laughs> right. Four minus result in damage. Okay. As okay. Um, the, the scooter bobs and weaves. The um, basically what was happening was the soldiers were on the inside of the infrastructure firing on the uh, firing on the civilians and militia. You can tell they aren't actually firing to kill. They're mostly trying to keep them corralled. But as you come as you come from outside the infrastructure, they start to form a tight circle around the buildings. And they start unloading on you with their plasma rifles, completely ignoring the small arm, arms fire plinking against the backs of their armor. You hear what essentially amounts to a Wilhelm scream as one of the uh, horsemen, his front tire is taken out and he rolls forward over his handlebars, hitting the ground either unconscious or dead. You also see one of the buggies get a flat tire. All right, now it's time for you guys to make your rolls. What are you doing? Each of you gets one roll that makes sense each. Uh, or, sorry, the people on the armory. Lanso and uh, Alex will get to you in a second. All right. Uh, so I, I assume then that like they have actually taken the armory and we're trying to liberate it. Right. It's possible that there's more people inside of either militia, but at the moment it seems they have control of the outside and who goes in or out. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm, Vespa's going to uh, be uh, joining the charge with the frogmen. Um, just, uh, both, uh, both pistols up, uh, and just firing. Okay. Sleuth diplomacy. Basically, she's, she's performing sleuth diplomacy. Chris, what are you up to? Uh, Chris is, uh, Chris is gonna set up the grape shot canisters to try and fill the vertebrate with enough holes that it can't take off. Okay. Um, as that will, you know, help us. How long a few, how long a fuse are you putting on that one? Uh, I don't know. It depends on how good I get on explosives. <laughs> um, you know what? He wants to, you know what? He wants to make sure, because the, how, how close is this thing to taking off? Because I'm only going to get one shot at taking this thing out, basically. Uh, vertebrates are designed to get pretty fast takeoffs. If you don't hit it here, it will be in the air the next time you get the shot. Okay. Uh, I'll go with, I'll go with a short fuse. Fuck it. If I die, I die well dressed. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So I'm going to roll my own die as you uh, make this roll. Okay. I did say about half a chance it'll hurt you, yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping that I'm just hoping that at least some of them go off and hit it. <laughs> all it all it takes all it takes is a, all it takes is like one good hit and that'll stop it. I'm assuming. In fact, ideally, it only damages one of the rotors and they don't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite story of aircraft engineering the most effective method of armoring a plane is to uh, put uh, find the returning planes and put armor where there aren't where there isn't any bullet holes hmm because if there are bullet holes it came back anywhere there's a bullet hole on a returning plane you know it can survive that shot oh right 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 yeah that makes sense. <laughs> That's kind of what I thought, but I was trying to think about it. You know that if none of the returning planes have uh, bullet holes through the engine block, right? That's where you need to put the armor. Right, right. Um, All right. Every, 
Uh, Vespa, Chris, make your rolls. Guns or explosives. Alright, I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke I'll Protect What's Yours as I'm taking out this vertebrate to save the Cuban Free Army. Yeah, that's about as straightforward as I can imagine. <laughs> Alright, plus five explosives. And I'll roll my die. Plus four guns, damage plus one. All right, because you're using okay. the, you're using the fifty cal or whatever. No, 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 just just two guns. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Given those Vespa right. is it like two assault rifles that she's somehow shouldering at the no, same time? No, 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 it's just it's just two pistols. Okay. She's just kind of a pistol badass. Or two uh, lever action no, rifles she... that she's doing Terminator style. <laughs> All right. So, how is the mortar attached? Um, or did, did you get out of the APC to use it? <laughs> I mean, I got out of the APC to use it. That's why I made a dodge check. Oh, right. Yes. So they're basically they're basically all lined. They're all basically set up in a big row, and then there's a and then there's just a an adjustable stand, and then on the back of them are just a bunch okay. of fuses, and they're just packed like you know they're packed like uh, 18th century howitzers. All right, you set off the fuses. However, one of the fuses runs a bit faster than you expected and touches off the rest before you're ready. As you're running away, the howitzers go off and you hear the satisfying sound of uh, explosion against metal. Vespa, you can see several ex explosions pockmark the wings of the uh, vertebrate. It doesn't appear to be completely destroyed, but there's huge gouts of smoke coming from the propellers. Excellent. But back on the ground... One of the uh, howitzers breaks loose, and with the force of the explosion, it rolls backwards and hits you in the back. Take three stress. Okay. Uh, I'm okay. I'm still good. That could have gone better, but it definitely could have gone worse. <laughs> you, you're going to have a howitzer-shaped welt on the back of your back. <laughs> the back of your back. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the front of it. <laughs> the back of your back. If the welt was on the front of your back, you'd have much worse problems. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Vespa, head. you advance with the frogmen. <laughs> you actually find opportunity to hop on the side of one of their buggies as it races by, and you gain a good amount of ground on the uh, a good amount of ground on the men in black. There's a decent amount of skirmishing going on, but you manage to. Move forward with your guns, and with a few well-placed shots, take some of the bits, bobs, and hoses off the top of the uh, armor of one of them. He seems dismayed somewhat, and as he's fussing with it, he puts his gun at his side to put some of the things back in. The frog prince comes by and hits him in the side of the head with a super sledge. <laughs> Between the two of your damage, you have knocked one of them down. Lanzo. Holler. You and uh, Guinevere are coming around the north end of the battlefield, and you see that the library, although far less fortified than the uh, than the armory, is still being patrolled by about five people. Most of them are focused inward, though. Are you going to focus on getting in the library or fighting outside of it? 
I'm going to try to get a jump on them hard and fast enough where they can't get inside. They don't appear to be trying to at the moment. Well, that makes my job easier. Okay, so you're going to fight outside? Unless it seems like something's going on inside, yeah. Okay. Make me whatever sort of attack roll you make for using a sword from the side of a of a metal robot horse. This, I assume that's fight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. That is a plus five. Five? Five. Right. Are you going to try and jump off and do this attack or just uh, run around jousting? Um, I will stay mounted because that's pretty good. It's not really jousting if you're using a sword. Fair enough. It's called chopping motherfuckers while you drive past them and you have more momentum and it's it's mean. That's what Dragoons did. Ah, uh, yes. I, I believe I read a 13th century manual on uh, chasing motherfuckers and chopping them with a sword. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, that was the golden age. <laughs> All right. Between you and Guinevere, you managed to cut some serious gashes into the thick plated armor of one of these uh, men in black. He is, again, rather dismayed that you have managed to chop through his armor with a sword, but perhaps not surprised, considering you're a robot. Also, to be fair, it's called Handbuch for... Oh, goddammit. One second. (laughs) Dragoons were horrifying. God. You know what we should have done... What should you have done? <laughs> Rigged Hexcalibur to do the opposite of the the Black Kings program. We should have rigged it so that if Lanso strikes a machine with it, the machine basically gets Lanso's questing priorities <laughs> to help the needy. That would be such that be such a fucking complicated AI subroutine. To make also, him we'd have make to, also we would then change the name with everything. We would also then have to change the name of the blade to Hackscalibur. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. Yeah, as uh, you come by and you you cut big swaths across them, you see a bit of blood spurt out the front of the armor. Meanwhile, uh, circling around to the right. Well, actually, to the left, but to the right of the battlefield. Alex, you start buzzing your way up to the seed vaults. Mm-hmm. Are you going to get off and try to be stealthy? Uh, yes, they basically have the place, like they more or less have the place under control. Yeah. Or the outside of it. Yeah, yes. she's going to be trying to be stealthy. She's going to look for a way to sneak by them. All right. Uh, roll me a sneak check. Will do. Uh, should I take something to get a bonus? How perceptive do you think these guys are? It, considering it's the middle of a battle, they're, I imagine they're on alert. Uh, I don't know if I have any that are really as, traits that are actually really applicable to this. Sure. Aspects, though. Uh, willful wanderer of the wastes, maybe? Hmm, maybe. You have to pitch that one to me. Could I could I pitch wrong place right time? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that works. Basically, some kind of close call distraction. Yeah, All right, sure. let, let's try this then. Uh, 
that's a plus five total. So, or no, wait, uh, my base sneak is four plus six. So not great, but all right. That made the difference actually. <laughs> okay. Good, good, good choice. All right. You hop off your scooter and leave it behind a well-placed boulder. <laughs> well, I guess behind a series of ferns. This is South Florida after all. <laughs> and you started, right. you start advancing up trying carefully to stay in the gra- the tall grasses and ferns that surround the place. You're, you, uh, you notice that they're already carrying out crates, which is unfortunate in a certain sense, but fortunate in the fact that it gives you something to make your approach behind. You manage to duck and weave through the boxes, and just as someone is about to turn around and spot you, Someone, uh, someone who isn't paying entirely too much attention, sets down That's... a crate in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like quiet panicking, quiet panicking. Oh, and actually, <laughs> actually, because because she thinks if they're already if they're carrying out crates, that must mean there's a vehicle they're gonna load them on, right? It's a thought. That that may be her new goal. Grand. Yeah, it depends on whether there's a driver like in it constantly or not, I guess. You don't see anything nearby. Alright. They could have been relying on well, no, vertebrates aren't really cargo carriers. Alright, yeah, if she doesn't see a vehicle nearby that looks like it's gonna pick it up, then she'll probably just continue sneaking and seeing what she can do. Alright, you manage to vault the crate as the guy turns around, and you manage to follow him back into the seed vault. Hiding behind him relative to another guard that you're in the line of sight of. Yeah. He is bulky enough, after all. Yeah, the, 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 it's big armor. Fortunately, and there's a lot of noise to cover her. She's mostly worrying about sight. All right. It's time for everyone to make their defense rolls. In this case, you're rolling sneak against their alertness to um, not get shot at. <laughs> for me? Yeah. Okay. Lancelot, if you get off, dodge. If you stay on, pilot. Oh, shit. Uh, Vespa, uh, it's going to be a dodge check. Can I just use my shield? Because I can use my shield to defend against shoot attacks? Yeah, sure, you can use fight for that. Uh, okay, so... Alright, so you said uh, dodge, athletics... Yep, unless you're commandeering a buggy or something. Uh, got zero. Zero, eh? Right. Yeah, this, this is gonna suck. Also, I Chris, just realized. Are you um, am I at least one zone away? Um, from what? From the from anything that's shooting at me, or is anything shooting at me this round? Uh, that depends. Are you hopping back in the APC? Um. Yeah, I think the howitzers did about all they can do at this point. I'm gonna it's either I'm gonna do something else or I'm gonna spend the rest of the battle reloading them. Um and also they kind and also the the rig has kind of exploded at this point, so I'll just pick them up after the fight and we'll get them ready for the next fight afterwards. In that case, make me an athletics check to um make your way back before you get shot at but yes you are one zone away okay um i can actually use uh if there's enough cover i can actually use slippery target to use sneak all right sounds good to me all right i forgot i had that i forgot i had that stunt it's been so long since i've been able to use it 
Slippery, what's that one say, actually? Slippery target. Uh, when uh, when in darkness or shadow, you sneak to defend against shooting rolls from at least one zone away. Nice. Basically, you're good at jumping from cover point to cover point and being hard to see. Uh, nice. It's, it's a good thing that I used that, because it gave me a plus four. All right. Everyone take this turn, take four minus your roll in damage. Okay. okay. Uh, only clipped this time. Does Alex take physical stress because she actually got spotted and shot at, or mental stress because she nearly got spotted and close you, calls? You, huh? I what was that noise? You, I rolled against. Oh, okay. Uh, we will when we come back to you. I'll tell you how that one shook out. Oh, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> all right. Back to the armory. The horse. You can see from where you are that the horsemen are. Not doing a whole lot to the um, to the men in black, but the, you can tell that there's a lot less casualties happening at the center. Okay. What's right, this? What, what's the armory look like again? The armory is basically, considering it's just a military building, it's just uh, a okay. concrete brick with heavy steel doors. Okay. And they have like makeshift fortifications outside of the big steel doors or something. They have a few sandbags, a few barbed wires, but really it's just none of it's as good at protecting them as the armor is. Yeah, right, right. like, yeah. And I mean, the other thing, it, or, oh, wait, do you mean the, the Black Knights? Right. They actually set up sandbags and barbed wire? They just had some on the Vertibird. Okay. <laughs> they it, it seems like they basically just toss it over the top of the roof down onto uh, the field below. Yeah, that's fair. It's helpful, I guess. I mean, if they need to pile out, then they can just walk through it. <laughs> that's one <laughs> of the that's one of the virtues. That, that's one of the virtues of being a small tank with legs. All right, you guys, make me um, make me whatever rolls are you're trying to do. Uh, would would using a bigger gun be helpful at all mechanically? Um, using a bigger gun. Mm. A.K.A. Her, her sniper rifle. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I'll say it overcome a bit of what amounts to their damage reduction. Okay. Okay, sounds good. So probably better than plus one damage. Yeah, effectively. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she'll. Uh, she basically. She, she's. She's on one of the buggies, uh, and she just kind of takes this uh, sniper rifle up from behind her back. Uh, drops to a knee, uh, takes aim, and fires. Okay. Cool. And Chris, what are you up to? Uh, well, Chris is in the APC. Um, how how crowded is the fighting near the armory? Um, not especially, considering that you've brought about four different kinds of skirmishing force to uh, to this war. All right. The buggies um, are the buggies are trying to move as fast as they can. <laughs> Chris is going to have the Chris is going to have the tell the APC driver to uh, to uh, bring the broadside to bear uh, and turn the uh, turn the uh, onboard cannon uh, towards the ground and aim towards the uh, aim towards uh, a squad of the uh, of the Black Knights. The, the the honey cannon, sir. Not no, not the honey cannon. The one that shoots bullets. Oh, okay. The one that shoots the big bullets. <laughs> No, the honey, the honey cannon is okay. the secondary gun. Oh, okay. 
I thought it was the primary. You talked about it a lot. Like, that's when I thought they were going to no, be more vertebrates. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's our secret weapon. Keep our weapons the strength. Zone. <laughs> and zone. Oh, yeah, okay. basically, I'm just going to use the big gun on the back, uh, on the back, or on the top of the APC, and aim it at a guy in a lot of armor and hope that, uh, hope that a natural conclusion results. Or a logical conclusion comes from this. All right, roll me. Fuck war crimes. There's no Geneva anymore. Uh, what are you rolling here? It's not really equivalent to guns, but I admit I never actually put in a big gun skill. Now that I look at it. Yeah, <laughs> just use shoot guns. Okay. Um. Let's see, and can I say, uh, let's see, and uh, I'm going to use Be Prepared. Uh, I loaded uh, I loaded one of the armor-piercing rounds instead of the high-explosive rounds. Okay. And that makes it more accurate somehow. <laughs> My name is F.A. Hayek, as in high-explosives. Oh, God. So that's a plus seven. Good God. Ooh. <laughs> I, I shot a man, maybe. Okay. So this is basically an anti-tank round? Yeah, I figured it's the best thing to shoot at a small tank with legs. <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, you managed to find it around. I guess the Minutemen had it. Okay, so here's what happens. Thank you, Lanzo, for rolling a bit early. Good hustle. I'll get to you in a second. <laughs> okay. So, Vespa, you take a knee, and uh, you've managed to bring your sniper rifle to bear on the same person that uh, the minigun is brought to bear on. He brings his uh, rifle up to you. He's about to pull the trigger when the minigun starts unleashing a salvo of, uh, of small caliber bullets on him. It's not really penetrating, but it's physically pushing him back into the wall. <laughs> He can't. He can't actually see through his shots. I'm guessing he can't actually see through his visor from all the sparks coming off of it. <laughs> he's he's rattling around like a rag doll against this wall, and just the deafening sound of bullet on metal is echoing through the battlefield. And as he finally pushes off of the wall, you shoot with a sniper rifle, and it hits him in the throat of the armor, and he falls to the ground. Gotcha. Meanwhile, as you turn around, you hear yelling. As um, the Frog Prince is taken by surprise, one of the knights apparently made a mad dash from the wall and jumped on the back of his uh, on the back of his war machine. He's about to come down with a very peculiar-looking knife, but as he's about to bring it down into the top of the Frog Prince's skull, his midsection is gone. You got him, Chris. East history. <sighs> V- v- Vespa breathes a deep sigh of relief because uh, she was afraid for a second that the frog prince was going to bite the bucket or bite the bullet and she nice. doesn't want that. He's too awesome. Really, really you should have gone bite the, the other way because I think for the frog I was going to say kick the bucket would have been bucket. the better one for bite the frog the prince. Bucket. God. <laughs> okay. I've had a long day. He was going to buy the dying. <laughs> he was. He was. There was going to be a thing involved that involved him dying, and Vespa was worried for a moment. 
Oh no, I kicked the farm. Yeah. <laughs> just just kicked the hell out of that farm. That's unnecessary. Why did he do that? Lancelot, you are riding your mighty steed around the library. The one you cut up is getting a bit tired of being shot at from horseback. Well, flashed at from horseback. <laughs> he jumps onto the front of your steed and you manage to keep control of it without him falling off or you falling down. He whipped out a plasma pistol and pointed at your face. And there's the whine of it charging up. Guinevere reaches around you and stabs her sword through his hand, making him drop the, uh, making him drop the pistol leaving you ample time to run him through with Hexcalibur and shove him off the side of your steed. Excellent. Alex. Yep. You're, you are hiding inside the was essentially the office lobby of the seed vault. It seems that this place has been repurposed from some sort of recruitment barrack or something. You're about to move into the second room when the finger of one of the men in black physically touches you as he walks by. However, he does not notice you. Very, very... I'm guessing I tied that roll. You just made it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. She's going to start looking around for some tech she can use. She obviously can't secure the seeds because they're bringing them out, or at least she, that's what she assumes is in the boxes. Yeah, hypothetically, you guys might be able to make them retreat before they can pick them up, which is essentially saving them, but... Right, that would be the idea. So, what are you doing here? Uh, like I said, she's going she's gonna to try and sneak around and try and find some technology she can use to her advantage, basically. Right. Like, something she can either rig to... Like, something she can either rig up to, uh, to either distract or damage what they're doing or otherwise impede them. All right. Make me a sneak check. Okay. Plus five. Okay. Plus five. All right. You managed to definitely circle around some people, not wanting to succumb to the mistake that happened in the lobby. Yep. And you find a terminal attached to what appears to be a large generator-style machine. But it's not a generator. You're not entirely sure what it is. She's going to figure out what it is. All right. No. That that would be a science check. All right. Not a craft. Um, Are you going to open it up and physically see what's inside it or use the terminal? She's going to open up and physically see what's inside it. All right. Then that'll be crafts. Take a minus one, though, if you don't want to take a penalty to your next stealth check. That's fair. I clang it around in there. Also, I will uh, remind you that Alex has a, has a perk that says she takes no penalty for uh, messing with unfamiliar uh, tech. Sounds good to me. Uh, okay, yeah. So with the minus one penalty, that's only a plus six. All right. <laughs> Plus six, huh? Mm-hmm. You can see that this is actually some sort of um, atmospheric temperature maintenance generator. It cools things down that need to be cooled, heats things up that need to be hot. You do find one thing it can be useful for. Oh? 
the heating element is powered by a small uh, microfusion cell generator. You take a hold of the end of it and pull it out towards you. It's on wires, and it melts through the side of the uh, machine. You're fairly certain that this could heat through the armor of the um, of the men in black. She's just got to figure out a way to get them with it, basically. Right. Basically, what this is is something that allows you to defend yourself from people who aren't looking at you in this zone. Okay. So basically, if she can sneak up on somebody, she can basically wreck them through their armor. Right. You you have the shiv from Last of Us. Nice. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, so, so basically, it's something she can actually get hold and wield, huh? Yes. The wires it's attached to are not actually what's powering it. Those just attach it to the terminal. All right. She'll try and unhook it up in such a way that she can rehook it up, hopefully, because, you know, this is probably necessary for the seeds, she suspects. All right. She's not an expert on agriculture by any means, but she's at least knows that much. All right. As you pull it out, when you disconnect the data cable, it says temperature, uh, temperature dropping alarm in 15 minutes. Okay. She will note that she's going to have to put this back to in 50, within 15 minutes, or everybody is going to know that she's here. <laughs> All right. Or she's going to have to leave within 15 minutes, one of the two. Time for defense, everyone. Roll dodge, or actually, if you're the, in the APC. Actually, if you're in did the you... APC, roll me pilot. No, you did get to Lance. Did you get to what Lanzo actually did on his turn, or? Uh, yeah, he, yeah, he, he took down dude. one of them. Nice. Uh, nice. Sorry. Is, um, what if you're on a buggy? Still dodge? Uh, if you're piloting a buggy, it's a uh, pilot. If you are just riding on it, still dodge. Okay. Lancelot, you got your pilot of your fight. And I'm assuming Alex is still making stealth to keep, keep unseen. Right. I don't even know if I wrote pilot down in my skills. <laughs> oh, wait, I have it as drive, and it's a plus zero. I'll spend... Yeah, I'll spend a fate point to reroll that. I'll, I'll take wrong place, right time to hope that luck comes into her side and she sneaks better than the... Oh, no. <laughs> well, this is going to go poorly. All right. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh dear! Uh, so you said it was Is that your partner there in the wood chipper, huh? Is that your partner there in the wood chipper? Okay. Um, so that is you said it's piloting. If we're going to be in the APC, uh, yes. Okay. I have nothing in piloting, so I got a plus zero. <laughs> okay. I mean, unless you're not driving the APC. I mean, I have or... an NPC driving it, but I'm guessing that's like. For them, I rolled plus minus plus minus on my driving check. That's fine. All right. Everyone who is in open combat, you've actually killed enough to make sure that the damage does not increase on you this turn. So take four minus your result. Lanzo, you're fine. So yeah, four this... minus the result. Uh, I have to. I guess I'm going to take a minor okay. consequence. consequence. Yeah. I'm not sure what that is as... I guess the bullets are just ripping through the APC. 
Uh, just remember, it's a minor consequence called singed. If you need a name for it. Okay. Yeah, singed. Yep. Uh, both, Vespa, both of you. <laughs> Vespa is singed. All right. So essentially, what happens is uh, the well, especially the people on the outside of the bunker are now aiming at the person with the active sniper rifle. So you manage to take a little bit of flack that way. As you start as you start moving around in the APC, Chris, mm -hmm. you start feeling it rock around, hitting from all as though it's being hit from all sides by some sort of fire. You manage to look out one of the viewports, and you see that the uh, the vertebrate is unleashing its Gatling laser on you. That's fair. And just as you take a look through, the window partially melts, and a refracted beam hits you in the shoulder. Ah, son of a bitch. Lancelot, you're fine. It's, it's, they're shooting at you. You got shield. Who gives a shit? Yeah, Lance is the Lance is the Cyberman with the Cyber Shield. There's five of them. <laughs> There's five of what? There's four of them. There's you, only five dudes. Of course, I'm gonna wreck them. There's four of them. You ran well, one through a second there ago. There was five. Especially when Lanzo <laughs> got five for fighting. Dang. Uh, no, I only have five in physique. I hear Saturday night's all right for fighting. All right. I heard everyone was kung fu fighting. <laughs> that is not what's happening here. There are, in fact, many bullets. Uh, <laughs> I heard tonight there's going to be a uh, somewhere in this town. What? <laughs> and also the boys are back in it? <laughs> there's, there, there's a lot of th things in rock and roll referring to towns. <laughs> but anyway, you hear, um, you hear the shouting of a couple people oh, from I the get center. It. They must be foo fighting. You hear that you hear shouting from the center of the battlefield. <laughs> uh, as a, as a, you hear two more of the motorcycles go up in smoke. One of the buggies, similarly, it's rather top heavy. Is uh, it's basically a roadster, and they really amped up the back of it. It tumbles forward over itself as um, as it gets hit in the back with a particularly well placed shot. Mm. All right, time for your attacks. Except for you, Alex. We'll get to you in a second. All right. Um, so how's the how? Where are the civilians being kept again? They're being kept in the field. Yeah, the civilians are hunched down in the field, being surrounded by the Cuban militia. Oh, okay. The Cu Okay. I thought the I thought the fucking black knights were surrounding them. They are. It's it's basically oh, so a it's circle of uh, a pile of civilians with a circle of uh, militia around it, with the horsemen, with a circle of uh, people around it. But really, that circle is just the people who are guarding the inside walls of the infrastructure facilities. Right. So it's so such it's, that it'd be it's, difficult to make your way out of the crops. Sure. So it's hostages. It's hostages, militia, horsemen, black knights. Is the layers yes. here? Okay. So the black knights are on yes. the outside. Yes. Okay. Uh, do you have any experience with military tactics? Uh, no. Okay. Does anyone? Lancelot does, I think. I mean, in character, Chris has probably read some books, like some. Uh, I mean, he does. Books, but, yeah. Although Lancelot, I'm guessing but, Lancelot's yeah. military tactics are probably circa like are probably circa like 1200. <laughs> Anyone who might conceivably know something about actual military. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who actually knows something about military tactics conceivably can make me a notice check at this point. Uh, I'll go for it actually. Sure. Um, Vespa, v Vespa has dealt with NCR. She's dealt with Legion. She's even dealt with uh, with with um, uh, 
that other, other faction? Other big bad. Um, yeah, I don't know. Enclave. 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 There we go. Right. So it's, a, it's a major part of her backstory, too. It's, um, brain. So you said notice? Uh, yes. I got a plus four. Plus four. All right. Plus three and plus four will get you this. What they're doing doesn't make any goddamn sense. As it stands, they are putting themselves in an assault position where a bunkered down defensive position would work better for them. However, they are not being attacked, per se, by the militia and the civilians. The only way that this would make sense is if they want to just mow down the civilians, and that's not what they're doing. Hmm. With those roles, you're not sure what they're trying to get at or what their idea is, but they basically already own this base. They don't need to be doing what they're doing unless they have another thing you don't going on you don't know about. Vespa will just uh, get on the radio. Um, ah, that hurts. We got a problem. Yeah, they don't gotta be doing what they're doing. There's something wrong here. They're they're hiding something. Yeah, I'm not sure what. Their tactics don't make any sense. So they're probably hidden away in one of the buildings somewhere. I'm not sure what or how. Okay. So, some good news, some bad news. I'm going to tell you this before uh, you guys make your attack rolls again. Everyone surrounding the library is starting to focus inward. They are no longer guarding the library. And you can see across the battlefield with some difficulty that several of the seed vaulters are coming out too. Uh, which direction are they heading? Uh, they seem to be heading more. They, they they're also focusing more inward, but it seems that they're starting to sidle around and move their way slightly towards the armory. Okay, so the guys from the library are moving towards the field, and the guys from the seed vaulters moving in the direction of the armory. We're guessing. Right. But right. They're the... circling around. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, I might. That gives me ideas for some plans that may or may not work. Lancelot, if you want to enter the library, it is completely unguarded now. The front door is open. Uh, I'll pop my head in real quick to see if there's anyone hiding in there, but then probably chase these dudes down. You hear the sound of metal clanking going through the uh, going through the center of the library facility. Just cartoonishly poke your head in from in, from outside the door. Pretty much. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna see what's making that sound real quick. All right. So you head in after it. Yeah. You make your way in. Yes. You make your way in past one of the big bookshelves that lines the walls, and you see um, you see one of the men in black overturning tables. It doesn't look like he's trying to destroy anything. It looks like he's looking for something. Um, He's looking for the only thing he'll find in here (laughs) is the end of my blade (laughs) in his face. Uh, Where do I file that in the Dewey Decimal System? (laughs) Come to the Cuban Free Army Library if you want an ass kicking. (laughs) See, I'm gonna I'm gonna kill this guy real quick. (laughs) Just kill this guy real quick. All right, make me your. You can make me your roll as part of the big combat check. What are you guys doing at the armory? 
so the uh, the the vertebird is pouring uh, is pouring a lot of uh, Gatling laser fire on the APC. Yes, it is. Considering um, that uh, it's where all the heavy ammunition's been coming from. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I'm going to uh, I'm going to take I'm going to uh, turn on uh, one of our iBots, um, and I'm going to try and I'm going to try and pilot it uh, and have it uh, try and have it uh, suicide bomb the vertebrate. Say again, sorry. <laughs> I, I heard what you said. I'm just trying to comprehend it. What did you say again? <laughs> I'm gonna have an iBot that I that I strap down with explosives, and I'm gonna fly it up to the vertebrate and make it do the explodey thing. All right, I forget. Did you establish any suicide iBots? Um, I could spend a fate point to have. Yeah, sure. Okay. All right, that'll be a pilot check for your attack. Uh, shit. Okay, that's not okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Could I shoot the Can gun? Can you use science if he's remote controlling them? I think it's going to be uh, pilot because I'm remote controlling them. Um, actually, no. The other plan I have... Uh, so, let's see. The other plan I have... Uh, we're going to stay away from the front of the APC for right now. Because the other thing I realize is that I have is that there's a bunch of dudes moving to the middle of the field. Uh, and they're currently not obstructed by anything. And I was going to try and get... I was going to try and get a Roomba in their way. In whose way? Uh, there's some knights that are moving from the library to the field. I think we're adjacent uh, to the yeah. library. I'm going to try and get... Uh, I'm, yeah, it's around to the northeast of what's basically a circular crop field. Yeah, so we're near, so we're near the field and near the library. I'm gonna try and pile some of the Roombas out to stop uh, to uh, take out one of the guys while he's not planning on it. All right, that gonna be your thing. Uh, yes. Um, since you're basically doing um, a retroactive AI programming check, that can be a science check. Okie doke. Vespa, what are you up to? Of course, I should not be muted. Imagine. Yeah. Good job. Uh, so, uh, what Vespa is doing? Um, what What's the uh, the current uh, status of uh, folk keeping them from getting into the armory? Uh, there appear to still be around seven still in the field here. Probably, practically, four of them are stopping you from getting inside. All right. She uh, she'll she'll aim another shot. Okay. All right, you guys can roll that. Lancer's already rolled, and I'll get back to you in a second because it's time to resolve what happened to Alex. Okay. Alex. Yep. Uh, you are. You managed to pull out the uh, what what is essentially the heat knife. Mm-hmm. When the box you were using for cover gets lifted up by one of the men in black, and he spots you. Uh, hi. You hear the uh, muffled sound of what appears to be uh, radio communication inside his helmet. If there's a jammer going on, they should not be able to communicate. They're probably running on a different frequency than they're than being jammed. Okay. Right. You, you can jam selective frequencies. It makes it easier to penetrate out, but you're, you can have your own communications. Right, right. Uh, so... What's your plan? Um, well, I'm, she can't really use the knife in actual combat is the problem, because she's terrible at that. Her only combat skill is fight unarmed. Um, 
Hmm. I was at some point I wanted to do a craft check on their armor to see if she could figure out a weak point, but this probably isn't the time to do that. Not especially. Close, close up as she close up though she's getting. Uh you might be able to pull off some sort of armor autopsy later, but eh. <laughs> What's your plan? She... <laughs> Can she because she carries these stupid things around. What you got? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, no, she has this. Uh, she takes out a bottle of metal cleaner and sprays it in his visor. Um. She actually has that. She picked it up at some point no, and put I, it on her tool kill. I, I believe you. <laughs> Unless it's clear, in which case this is, doesn't do anything. Even if it's clear, it'll muddy his visor some. I mean, the other option is I was going to stick the, one of the emergency campfire things to him and light it and just hope that panics him enough. Because, <laughs> oh my god, I'm on fire. <laughs> Even if it is a small controlled fire that will probably not pierce the armor. Well, you can maybe get one knifing in since he has both of his hands full at the moment. Yeah, but would that be a melee check or a stealth still? That would be a melee check. That's but... the problem. She can't actually do that. <laughs> but if you do succeed in it, you will seriously hamper his ability to fight back. All right, I guess I'll give it a try. All right. She, I can't do any. If I can't do anything more clever than that, then I mean, I'm I'm still open to ideas. Just giving you options. Uh. Hmm. This is and this is the time where you where lateral thinking is what I'm looking for. But the knife is always an option. <laughs> yeah, knife is really a the last resort here. She's not much of an actual combatant. Uh so he's holding a box, right? Yes. Um can she use athletics in such a way to basically like take his feet out from under or like do something to get him to drop the box basically and have it, him, it hopefully pin him or at least waylay him that way. Uh, sure. Give me an unarmed check. Unarmed? Yeah. yeah. It's better than nothing. Plus one. That's all I got. So <laughs> I cannot roll a positive anymore after that first roll I made. I keep picking up D10s to roll. I just, my hands gravitate to them. Uh, <laughs> Those are not fudge dice at all. <laughs> so he rolls a 19. <laughs> nah. All right. Take three stress as you push on his legs. He stumbles backwards and he drops the crate onto your hand. Ow. All right. We can stick with this with this until uh, it's partially resolved. What's your plan now? <laughs> you are not pinned, but your hand is bruised up a little. Uh, hmm. Trying to see what I have, but not a whole lot that's useful in this situation. Sorry. And this being this being a fate game, it's basically anything that makes sense to be around you can be. Right. Just, I'm actually running low on fate points for a change. Um, she's going to I'm trying to think of what would actually be around. Uh, is both a seed vault and effectively a military barracks. Uh, 
effectively a military barracks, huh? Sure. What you got? Uh, she's going to stumble back, hit uh, hit one of those little ammo containers that you find all over Fallout, an ammo crate. Okay. She's, she's going to open it up, point the opening at him, and stick the heat knife in there. Um, make me explosives. <laughs> this is a bad idea, but it's the best I got. <laughs> I think you accidentally made, um, shit, what was that thing called? The gun that could fire a million rounds per minute? <laughs> Metal Storm? Yeah. Okay, yeah, now I roll good when I'm rolling the thing I already good at. Alright, that's a plus seven. Alright. So, through a combination of luck and talent, <laughs> you scramble for the box that happens to be next to this microfusion cell-powered device. You open it up and jam the knife into it, pointing it at the guy. And what comes out of it can only be described as a green vaporizing light as the microfusion cells that were inside burst out of the containment forward at him. Whoops, did not check to see what kind of ammo that was. <laughs> Through the deafening, high-pitched roar of the uh, microfusion cells going into full meltdown, uh, you, you can almost hear him scream through his mask. And when you, drop the, when you finally drop the ammo box and the explosion dies down, there's little left of his helmet, and you assume little left of his head inside it. Uh, However, you're not sure how much information he got out. I feel yeah. like you should be making some kind of roll. Should I make some kind of roll? I don't think Alex has ever killed anybody. Um, sure. Make me a will check. Unless, of course, this is the point where she looks at it and is like, wait, that's not a human head. These guys were robots all along. That is not what happened here. <laughs> Gibbed. Plus two. A Just man is dead. Gibbed. Yeah. At least no one took bloody mess this time. <laughs> I'm not sure how the mess could get bloodier than it did. You basically cauterized his face. I would have gone to full detail on what happened through the surprise opening in the front of the mask. You <laughs> see, what I was expecting was that a bunch of bullets were going to go off and effectively just, like, distract him and make a bunch of sparks and shit as they ricochet off his armor. Normally, I, normally it would, but you picked up an ammo, ammo box next to a thing I said was powered by microfusion cells. And then you rolled yeah, a plus seven. I didn't think that through, and then I rolled a plus seven. Yeah, like I said, maybe didn't think that through, but she panicked. No, no, it's fair. You did a thing, and now you're alive, and he's not. I yes. will check. Plus two, I said. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Yep. Okay, plus two. Uh, this counts as something pretty traumatizing. Um... Take three composure stress. Okay. The adrenaline is still taking is still taking you, but it's still unnerving you somewhat. Yeah, well, a she lot has, perhaps. That's she has that stuff, but she doesn't have to take a consequence for now. She's more worried about surviving herself because she just made a lot of noise, and she's got to find a way to. Unfortunately, the heat knife is now highly radioactive. <laughs> 
Yeah, I suppose you can't really use that anymore, huh? I mean, you could. Might have to amputate the hand, though. Yeah, she might just leave that <laughs> covered. She might flip the crate over and make sure that's covered and contained in the crate. <laughs> yeah, I hope that crate's radiation-proof. I mean, it's I... probably not, but it can't be worse than open air, so... <laughs> probably. Probably. At worst, she accidentally makes another bomb that goes off when somebody comes to investigate it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck happened here? Why is there a box of fissionable materials here? <laughs> oh god, that man is dead! <laughs> he's he's so dead he's very dead he's the deadest what, what, what sort of monster could have done this to a man <laughs> yeah, on the bright side if she's caught no one is ever gonna jump to the conclusion that she was th- that she was oh, intentionally god. responsible for this oh god call I'll... jerry's wife and kids <laughs> Stop humanizing the enemy. <laughs> That's why we have. Oh God, Jerry armor, was one day it. from retirement. <laughs> this is going to be his last mission. He was, no, he was about to the get armor, his, damn it. He was about to get in his yacht called the SS. Glad I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> right then. All right, back to you, Lancelot. All right, so. You manage to take this man by surprise. You and Guinevere both do. And he turns around and points his plasma pistol, but with a quick slash of blades, you both run him through in different directions. You pull it out and he slumps to the ground. Kevin, are you still around? Yeah. I think it's a good time for the leader of the Cuban Free Army to come out. Okay. Uh... I'll say a man aged about 70, short, uh, hunched over slightly, with a uh, bald head, uh, comes out. And who do I owe the pleasure of meeting? I'm Lancelot, Knight of the Realm. Thank you for your protection, Lancelot. And who might you be, sir? I'm the professor. I am the elected leader of the Cuban Free Army. I see. Well, I have to go kill more of them. Not the Cuban Free Army, but these black-clad attackers. Is there anything you require? No, I've been packing my library. Hopefully they'll provide transportation soon. Once we have cleared the way, some I will see to it. Uh, thank you, brave knight. And farewell. Farewell. <laughs> <laughs> Just read what Matt wrote. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I take it you go out and start finding someone else to fight. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, this guy seems cool and all, but we're kind of busy. <laughs> as long as he all stays right. in here and no one else comes in here, we're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, you make your way back out. All right, remind me what your roles were again, Vespa and uh, Chris. Chris was Chris was driving a Roomba towards one of the Black Knights to hopefully take off of hopefully take off one of his legs. And right. Vespa was continuing sniper fire. Okay. And your rolls were uh, plus, plus four, four on my end. Plus four. All right, double plus four is akimbo. Okay. Chris. You uh, hear the satisfying noise of an exp- of uh, one of your explosions in the in the field at the center of the battlefield, the literal battlefield. Yeah, it was ideally on the outside because I wasn't going to just pilot it into the civilians, but it, uh, trying to get one of the guys that was moving from the library. Right, you left them back, which mean, meant they were to the north, which makes it pretty convenient for that. Yeah. And Vespa. Uh, you managed to get uh, draw another bead onto uh, onto one of the men in black. You cock it, you fire, and a hole appears in the side of his armor, and blood shoots out the front of it. Gotcha. The, the man with the mini gun brings it around a bear, and he fires into the hole. Oh! He's got good aim on that thing. <laughs> he fires it a lot. Which is impressive. Uh, I don't know where he gets it. That was excessive, but uh, I'm not going to complain. As he brings it around, you see on the opposite side of the battlefield a rather large tree falling down. (laughs) Miniguns are like that. (laughs) Oh, it went all the way through the guy. Okay. (laughs) Oh, no. He was bringing it around in a circle to hit the guy. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, the man is full of bullets. Where there was once blood, there is now lead. All right. And it's at this point that all of your combatants stop. The vertebrate starts going higher in its flight ceiling. Can it still fly? It's, uh, it's barely limping. I imagine it was mostly staying out of the combat because it's couldn't really take it oh yeah i thought it was okay i thought it was still landed on the building okay oh no it was basically hovering a little when it uh, got the gatling gun on you okay i'm sorry i should have made that more clear yeah i thought it couldn't take off since i shot up its engines all right in in that case i'll give you a free action if you want to um try and take it down with one last salvo um yeah sure yeah sure because otherwise my otherwise i was going to resort to um actually yes uh, in the final, in the in in a in our final effort, um, I will resort to Plan B. God, <laughs> fucking! <laughs> it's roll, gonna be this, isn't it? Roll guns minus two because it's not a weapon. <laughs> oh, I thought it was gonna be. Oh man, I thought it was gonna be crafts. <laughs> no, crafts is what let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. At, at, at that point, at that point, I might as well. At that point, I might as well reload the the actual gun on the APC and shoot it with that. I will say, not all plus twos or plus threes or plus fours are created equal. This is designed for a very particular purpose. All right. So yeah. a plus, it's... so a plus two might be better than a plus two when with a gun. 
Okay. Uh, all right. So I have a plus two, but I have a minus two because of because the honey gun is not that good at shooting. Um, I'm gonna balance that out. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, how can I use my aspects here? Uh, you know what be you know what I just realized is the hila- the the hilarious and stupid. It would be hilarious and stupid. What's Alex that? would roll the same as as you with it. Because while she doesn't have the gun skill, she wouldn't take any penalties for using it. <laughs> so, oh, so right. Because it's, it's an improvised <laughs> weapon. Cause she, cause it's, because it's weird. Because she doesn't take any penalties Cause it's, for yeah, using it's tech. tech. Right. Can I use be prepared? I think especially not now. <laughs> Ooh, boy. Ooh, boy. Ooh, Blast. yeah. Blastmaster comes out of nowhere and blows you up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard that pun, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's... Um, I think you're about as prepared as you can be at the moment for I'm what's happening. As prepared here. as I can be. I'll remember this camping. Set up on the trench. I remember that too. I remember all <laughs> the trench. Um, because I could try and roll with I'll protect what's yours again. Uh, to try and keep to try and keep the vertebrate from giving from giving the knights more ground support to protect the Cuban Free Army, but I already used that in, that in this battle as I did with Be Prepared. Really, the only thing I have left is like Doctor of the Waste, and that's definitely not Ackleby. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely not this. <laughs> and Un-American <laughs> is a trouble, <laughs> right? But at the same time, I am using it to help the communists. <laughs> you could uh. No, Doctor of the Wastes, because uh, Doctor of the Wastes, because you are what you are attempting to do is take down the enemy with it by via a non-lethal weapon. That's true. Yeah, it, that's the only thing I could think of if you give that to me. Yeah, sure. All right, I'll burn a fate point for that to give myself a plus two. Got any left? Uh, yeah, I have. I have four of them. I have been buying oh, nice. stunts. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, let's go for broke. Uh, can I re-roll and keep the plus two? Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay. All right, that gives me a plus three. That's all my fate points. <laughs> plus three total? All right, I'm going to... Compare Come on, that honey. To... The, the, the D10 don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I heard... I heard the throw. I heard you just cast it aside. <laughs> can I roll his pilot check? As defense against this. All right. How am I going to work this result out? Uh, so a couple of things going on behind the screen that make this confusing. I won't bore you with the details. All right. Here's what happens. I'm just trying to fill the rotors with honey. <laughs> yeah. That's you, what this uh, stupid gun is designed to do. <laughs> you... you <laughs> You uh you point the barrel up, and the high pressure vat next to you starts to steam and release gasified honey into the air around it. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. 
That sounds like it smells delicious. <laughs> I created a I created a fifth state of matter. <laughs> You're feeling rather honey roasted at the you, moment. <laughs> conversely, you have accident you have accidentally created a very different kind of chemical warfare as now everybody's going to be too hungry to fight. I have accidentally created the fastest way to glaze something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And with a disgusting, slurping, belching sound, a gout of honey fires out the uh, hose atop the APC. And, 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 it, and it paints the underside of the wings. You see the smoke start to billow forth from the top. Oh yeah, because it's here's, all the holes in the armor plating. And, here's, what, and here what's, here's what's going to happen. It's going to limp away from this fight and crash somewhere else. That's probably the best result I could have hoped for. <laughs> you aren't sure where, but it makes it off the battlefield with uh, with a rather squelchy noise coming from the rotors. It's probably some grinding from the honey. Right. We you took, actually we took think old you... honey that had partially crystallized. <laughs> a couple times you look at the rotors and you see it actually stop in the rotor well before turning again the sure sign of a clogged fan but it manages to make it out and the men in black follow suit unless you guys choose to pursue you have taken the field yeah no our plan was to get them out of here so we could get more guns and more firepower alright I think I think we chased them off alright all teams form up Let's get a head count. Um, I'll be uh, I'll be taking the APC around and picking up the wounded. Boy, no one's heard from Alex in a while. You heard from Alex? Yeah, I'm she... guessing Alex muted her radio when she went to the seed vault. Yeah, yeah, she may have turned. <laughs> she may have muted her radio to for her sneaking mission. Yeah. Um, I'll go check on Alex after I drop the other guys off at the after I drop the other guys off at the tent. All right. Uh, how many how many wounded did you count? Um, well, there's me. <laughs> all right, you're one of them. Uh, how many? I saw a lot of those vehicles go down. We're gonna take it through. We're gonna take it through the armory and then around the field to see if there's any uh, horsemen that are still kicking. All right, I'm gonna be uh, crashed up against this wall right here. <sighs> I come and get you. Let me know how the kids doing when you. All right, appreciate it. As the vertebrate flies away, you can hear a radio signal coming through, no longer jammed from the Cuban Free Army fort. Mm-hmm. Shit, I it's, knew I should have gone to the fort. It starts. It starts uh, emptying out. It starts uh, emptying out of static. I, I, Omega. They've taken Project Omega. Repeat. They have taken Project Omega. Excuse me, uh, we're part of the crew that came to help out here. What is Project Omega? You would not believe me if I told you. <laughs> I would like you to still tell me. On a scale of one to ten, how fucked are we? Uh, you, you hear the rustling of papers inside. Ten. Are you serious? Shit. What the hell is it? It'd be easier if I showed you. Come, come, please, to the fort. All right. All right, we'll be there in a hot. We'll be, be there in a minute. Uh, of course, none of us went to the fort. 
I considered it, but it was like, no, there's nothing at the fort. And we were like, we should protect the seeds. So I hope I at least prevented them from making off with a bunch of the seeds, because... Uh, yes, every crate of seeds is still sitting outside where they left it. What about the, also, what happened to the rest of the people? Did they all just kind of retreat because they saw how the battle was going, or is she, she still evading people? I mean, I'm guessing they retreated because they got what they needed. Right, it, had nothing, the only, it had was... nothing to do with how many of them we shot. <laughs> There was only the there was only the one guy inside, and the others started moving around to the south, but retreated when they saw the battle turning. Yeah, Alex hides in a way, expecting people to investigate the noise she made. But after she realizes no one's coming, she'll start poking her head and eventually turn her radio back on. Uh, hello, um, hey kid, how you doing? Um, okay. What's going on? There were a bunch of people moving stuff around here, but most of them left. Uh, we cleared him out, but we got apparently what we hit was a diversionary force. Uh, there's a guy in the fort that's saying they took something called Project Omega, and that apparently with that we are now super fucked. Okay. Um... We're gonna uh, head, make your way to the fort. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna pick up the wounded, and then I'm gonna head there myself. I'll be there in a minute in a bit at this point can alex make a check to examine the armor There's, and if you want me to make another will check to bring her to uh, for dealing with this i will sure will check and a crafts check <laughs> sure uh will check is zero so this is not going to be fun for her uh crafts yeah check, crafts check is plus six though the will check's gonna be a moderate consequence that's fair. I think that's entirely fair. As you uh, pop open this armor and he oozes out. Oh, that is not the descriptor I wanted to hear. I mean, the man was turned into liquid. <laughs> I'm not saying you're wrong. All right. I'm saying Moderate that was gross. <laughs> mental consequence. I'm just going to name it Killer. You're a murderer, Alex. These hands have killed. Alright. These crafters' hands that were made to create, they have yes. destroyed. They can create no longer. Six okay. for the crafts check. Unfortunately, you take a look through, and this armor is essentially um, DNA locked. Not anything quite that sophisticated, but it has several medical detectors on the inside that can identify the person inside. Okay. But I mean, Indeed. did she find out anything about the armor? Is like, that's kind of was the goal here. Try and figure out, like, get an idea of how it works. Well, it's, an, so. it's, it's your standard power armor. It's environmentally sealed. It has a few um, things in the visor for helping this and that, that you don't get much out of the visor anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it increases the wearer's strength and durability several fold. And it has um, it has an interior communication system with the rest of the armors. Okay. Uh, does she find out about any kind of like weaknesses or anything of the armor? Or... Um, Some... pushing pushing them into a swimming pool. Okay, can't swim in the armor. Right. It's incredibly heavy. So any situation where they they'd really be no better than anyone else at climbing something or getting over a hill or something. Right. The like yeah gravity works against them. most of the probably all of the advanced strength goes to moving the armor <laughs> right right any like stress points or something she can 
note because because you know power armor is basically like a robot that you wear. Yeah, sure. Uh, the joints are a little bit weak, but not not uh any not significantly so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously they have to be looser to serve as joints, but yeah. right. There doesn't appear to be a huge amount of uh, downside to this armor, except the fact that they are very expensive. Yeah, obviously she can tell that it would take like quite a lot to make one. Like this is not something she could cobble together from scrap. This is something you'd need a dedicated facility to produce. Right. I assume. <laughs> All right. Yeah. She'll head over to the fort then. Probably arrive a little later than everyone else. Okay. And uh, once you guys all make it to the door, um, basically what amounts to a researcher opens the door for you. A man in a lab coat and uh, thin horn rim glasses. He's a- he's actually wearing uh, one of the followers of the apocalypse uh, insignias. Uh, he si- he silently waves you inside and into a heavy gauge steel door that has a 15 key password. If uh, this is so secure, how did they get in? I'll show you. All right. He uh, he waves you downstairs through a series of vault doors and various uh, radiation shields. And he opens it up into a large underground chamber. It appears to be some sort of motor pool. In the ground below, there are large holes made by what appears to be some some sort of giant drill. Sappers. And in the back, well, is nothing, really. Except for the fact that inside the layer of dust that coats the inside of this facility... There is the clean outline of an incredibly large humanoid figure. And the doctor looks at you and says, what do you know about the Capital Wasteland? And that's where I'm going to end the session. All right. What? Oh. No. Oh. This isn't okay. This isn't okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, it is. <laughs> wait, wait. This is wait freedom okay. isn't free. Okay, okay, okay. Take it back. This is completely okay if we can get it. <laughs> because, because, uh, fucking, um, I'm looking how they snuck that out. You, that thing because, was like because 30 that, feet that, tall. I forget, something prime, um, Liberty, Liberty Prime. Liberty Prime. Because Liberty Prime is a fucking golden god. Yeah. <laughs> it is a no. perfect little, 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 little uh, there's right. nothing golden about him. Only red, white, and blue. <laughs> <laughs> right, it, it took an orbital laser cannon to take him down. <laughs> Yes, the death of the the, uh, the death of Liberty Prime was the uh, was my most mourned moment in video games. <laughs> Look, Liberty Prime was so good, I basically created a a, a Russian version of him for Pixies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, that was probably the best contribution I made to Pixies. Not gonna lie, I don't remember uh, that one. He sh- he appeared. He was going to appear if I finished the thing I was doing in full glory. But you ran into you. Re- you fought the prototype of you f- fought him in his prototype state when the, the lab problem? got taken over. Oh right, no. right, right. Because I had you deal with a bunch of weird shit, and one of them was the uh, prototype uh, big red machine. Right. <laughs> uh, but no, you don't understand. 
if the biggest threat we face, I want, I want, I want to bring up a a a stunt that I've gotten not a whole lot that I haven't I've used it a few times, but it hasn't really come up much because we haven't really been fighting robots for the most part. But I want I want to point out that That's I have this stunt. You don't have to fight them because they're reasonable. Right. Well. Yeah. Exactly. Except for Mordred. Mechanical black soul. Mechanical soul may use crafts instead of rapport when dealing with robots. Oh my God! Are you going to convince Liberty Prime to be our friend? Yes. Yes, I am. If it gets activated against us, I'm going to talk down the giant. You're gonna. Oh man! Yeah, you're gonna be. You're gonna be Hogarth. And Liberty Prime's gonna be Vin Diesel. And freedom. Right. Liberty Prime is all about the power of freedom. Yes. <laughs> except this is except this is the one that the Cubans owned, so it might be about Marxist ideals, I'm... which is also freedom. It's yeah. freedom from shackles. Look, the point yes. is, is it's a robot, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not fair. a person. Also, I'm thinking. Also, I'm gonna see if next game before we head out, if Chris can try and jailbreak some of the armor. <laughs> With science. <laughs> I love science. Right. So, everyone have fun? Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed All that. All right. The name of the session is Cuba Libre. Cuba Libre. <laughs> I love a good rum and coke. All right. Uh, what what kind of a milestone is this? Um, I'm going to call this the, the middle one. The middle one. Major. That one. I can never remember if no. significant or significant, significant sounds bigger than major, but major's the top one. Right. Okay. Significant <laughs> milestone. So this is so... one where we increase the skill. Then yes, you can increase the skill, but not past the cap. Right. Okay. And then uh, and yeah and no more. We don't get any refresh from this because it's not a major milestone. Right. Right. Uh. But okay. before we get into all that, any questions, comments, suggestions? No, it was good. Uh, oh, I was a, that was a very good way to handle right. a mass combat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think it worked pretty well. Thank you. In that case, I'm going to say good night, Internet. Good night, Internet. Good night.